amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is Wrestling Death and is scheduled for one hour. Maybe more. It has no real time limits making their way into your ears. First, from a place called Garniston, he is the Pyramid. It's going to be the funniest show ever because I'm all about the comedy and the money, money. baby. Much you can pay. And his partner, Fader Tapender Stevenson. For Mexico City to be community centre, I've got stories that are going to blow your mind. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to Wrestling Daft. And I know it's been a while, um, but we're back, you know. We've been very busy and there's a reason why we haven't been able to speak to you. There's been a lot going on behind the scenes. My name's Rab Florence. Producer John McNally is here as well. Um, Hi, Rab. And, of course, the main man. The man with a plan. Your man, Gredo. Is that- How you doing, Gredo? It's funny because I've just got to my hotel in Inverness, which, by the way, looks right on to... The runway in Vernes Airport. I've just saw an EasyJet flight takeoff. 2021 livery, uh, heading down to uh, Bristol. And it's the gimmick in Inverness where there's only one way to go on the, the runway. So what the aircraft has to do, it has to, it has to basically glide to the end of the runway, turn back in itself, and then take off. So it was interesting watching that. But as I say, I just checked in. I said to my missus, I says, oh, good uh, Hotel and all that. She said, "I says, uh, but I need to go. I'm, I'm going to do wrestling daft." She said, "Is that podcast still kicking the ball?" <laughs> are you? Um, why are you in Inverness? We so, say Scotland's Greatest Escape series two starting. So, oh, I am. Uh, that'll be so, good. And is your co-host there as well in Inverness? Um, I don't know if I, I um, I don't see co-hosts. All right. Well, because you're a roving reporter type of vibe, right? Oh, I am. Um, this year is it's a bit different this year. I don't know how much I can go into, but I am. I've, I've got I've, I've got a bigger role this right, year. Okay, there's a slight change of format this year. Slight change of format, mate. It's kind of the way it was. I mean, I'm sure you watched the full series last last oh, last time round. Never missed it, mate. Right. So a lot of it has been chopped and changed, and how each location is judged, and what type of locations that we're going to, and. Etc. 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 And there's, I don't know how much I can tell about it. I know you'll be desperate to find out, but I'm going to bite my tongue on this one. I'm probably going to be bite my tongue on quite a lot of things. You're going to be asking. No, you fucking will, mate. No, I you am won't. No, you won't. How do I know? I know that you've also been doing a podcast about food. Oh, aye. You've been listening to that. Well, I've had, I've, I've, I've seen you about as well. No one ever been listening to it, mate. I've also, you know, it's been getting covered in Glasgow Live and stuff like that, and popping up here and there in the sun. You and uh, Crofty going about and having some, uh, having your dinner. We were at Mister Sings this week for the podcast. Rate the plate, the podcast, food podcast. Um, it was good, man. Because Sati Singh had a hell of a lot of stories. He was telling us about how you need to listen to the podcast, but 
that 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 missile sounds in Glasgow is very iconic. All of the Celtic players and Rangers players of the year have went in there for their dinner. And Satie's got a good relationship with a lot of football players. Do you know that Michael Beale gave Satie Singh his 55 league medal as a no. gift? Aye, really? John, so you've been doing the Aston Villa with, with Gerard in the mm-hmm. in November, and he came back up on Christmas Eve and he said to he said to Satie Singh, he said, Are you going to be in on Christmas Eve? And Satie said, Aye. And Michael Beale said, they Come on Christmas Eve and give him the, the, the medal. So I got a wee, I got a wee hoddy and a wee short tit. There's also. Sorry. That's how much it meant to him. That's how much it meant to him. He gave it to the guy that works in the restaurant and goes to eat him. <laughs> but Sai's son is named Oleg. Is that a true story, isn't it? Because he I, 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 the, the next person that scores for Rangers. I'm going to name my son. So it's Oleg Singh. Is that correct, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's correct. In fact, who he's wins, he's got an Oleg and he's got a Mark after Mark Walters. Because each year he would, because I think he's his missus got um, pregnant around about the same time, and each time the win was due was around about the New Year Old Fun game, and he said whoever scores a winner for Rangers or whoever the next goal is going to be named after it. So we've got I. So there's Mark Singh and there's Oleg Singh after Oleg Kostensov. <laughs> Brilliant. Any Rob? There are other places you can get a curry. Well, I'm just saying, just no, just run about. In, in the city, there's other places you can get a curry. I'm just saying, that's, that's what you do when you because we're not doing an advert. I'm just saying, it's like the other curry places are available. That's what they say. The you BBC. know, that's that, well, that's that's the BBC line, isn't it? You know, if you're ever going to advertise, you need to kind of wait up and go, Oh, but you know, there are other like if you say, uh, you got this thing in Asda, you, you need to turn around and say, But also, you can get it in every other supermarket as well. You're towing the party line. Why are you towing the party line? Because Scott's Series 3 is in production. Scott's Series 3 is in production. I'm being a good boy, I'm a BBC boy. Well, let, let me tell you something this BBC boy wants to talk about, though. Scott Series 3 is in production. I've been working with Big Jester as a wrestling contact there. And he's been brilliant, as usual. And hopefully that'll be on before the end of the year. However, there's a mere pressing concern. Aye, I've got a pressing concern, Rob. Why okay. do you look like Crofty? Uh, because I'm playing you've, you've Crofty got... in the Scots this year. Um, <laughs> I'm you, playing Crofty. You've got a beard. I met a lassie, by the way, that knows you and Crofty. Oh, why? Right. On a night Who's out that? recently. All right. Who's that? Um. Well, look, listen. I won't go into it too much, but uh, yeah. but she liked you, right? So, um, so what I want to say now is that here's the more pressing thing, right? That I want to talk about. A week on Sunday, right? There is a wrestling event happening at Wembley Stadium in London. It's called. AEW All In. There is going to be about 80,000 people in attendance, right? Now, what I want to say is this. I am currently, as I do this podcast, I have got my Ticketmaster uh, website open and I'm logged in, right? And I'm looking at my tickets, Gredo, right? And my fucking cursor on my mouse, on my laptop, is hovering, mate, above the button that says resell. My wee pointer is hovering above the resell button, mate. These are decent tickets, by the way. These are good tickets. These were 200 quid a pop. I got in really early. Um, It was the early interest thing, the fucking, you know, whatever that thing is that gets you in early, right? Because I was subscribed to Fight or whatever it was, right? 
I go in early, good tickets, good tickets, you know what I mean? And my, my wee pointer is hovering over the resell button. John, Grado, tell me why I shouldn't click it. Adam Cole versus MGF, main event. Sting on UK shows. The Elite versus F- the FDR. Surprise is going to be happening. Um, right, stop there. Surprise is going to be happening. <laughs> right. Surprise is going to be happening. Well, I, I would just imagine there's going to be a surprise happening. Because it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a massive show. There can't, there can't no be surprises. Because, let's face it, it's the biggest wrestling show in Europe. Well, it's, Mate, it's, it's, it's Disney, surpassing. Listen, Disney have the fucking biggest curd. It doesn't have a curd. I'm sorry. I'm just saying it. I'm coming out and I'm fucking saying it. That card is not screaming biggest for historic biggest show in the history of that promotion. That card's no saying it to me. Am what I wrong, John? To, what are they up to with this, by the way? Like, what do you mean? I mean, do you think it's that? Oh, we've got we've got the people. We've got the people going there. Now we're just going to fucking do what we want. I mean, it should be like you say, Rab. It should, if the biggest wrestling show in potential history, it should have an amazing card and it doesn't look like it's going to happen. Come on. It's astonishing to me. Listen, right. it, w- 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 there's Will Ospreay, Chris Jericho. Fucking Chris- the only person that wants to see Will Ospreay versus Jericho. Listen, I like Jericho, right? The only person that wants to see Will Ospreay versus Jericho is Jericho. Hmm. I'm not interested in seeing that match. CM Punk versus Samoa Joe. I'm not interested in seeing that again. I'm no. Not interested in seeing that again. Did you see that at Uprising? FWE was that a match back in the day in Coventry for you? I'm sure that that might have took place at one point. No, you were at that, weren't you? Aye, I was. Uh, I remember that. No, only that. I saw a couple a few weeks ago on fucking AEW. Hey, just think about it, but that big crowd there at Wembley Stadium pumps. I mean, British fans are already the best. I even just think with it, with it, with it, with the songs and entrance music and stuff like that, the, the thing's going to be absolutely unreal. I think the atmosphere's got to be tremendous. It really is. Make no mistake about it. Are you going down? Um, I don't know yet. I don't know as of yet. Uh, John, are you going down? No, let's talk about the elephant in the room here, right? We've not talked in this podcast for about a month yeah. now, right? There's a lot of shit went down. I'm and also, wait. John, one of the reasons why we've not been talking, it's, it's been awkward to talk. We, you know, what do we go on and what do we say? What do we go yes. on and what do we say? We don't know. Gradle, the last time I saw you, you were getting smacked over the napper by Jeff Jarrett in a studio down in London. No, the good What's thing about... What's going on, brother? Well, the lovely thing about the, the, the talk sport, I mean, apart, I, mean I got... A, Guitar earlier, the dish. And uh, actually, I was wearing clays that I had just bought from my honeymoon, fought to a pretty penny, kind of high debt. Uh, and basically, whatever he... So my, my clays are ruined. The clays that I wore that day are completely ruined. There's glue for the guitar that has held for whatever reason. Right, basically... It smashed over me, and I've got shards of ripped holes in my clays. Bits of glues come off. Slight concussion. The the um. Do you know what was quite poetic about that? 
about being in, in talk sport was the fact that uh, 21 years ago, I went on talk sport one Saturday night in my grand room. I know you know the story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where I came on and went, where can I train to be an wrestler? Where can I train to be a professional? And I got given advice and where to go, and that sort of kick-started everything for me. So being in the talk sports studios, I just, like, I had to be at talk sports studios when, when, when Jeff was there. I was invited along. I mean, I just I overstepped. You know, the deal is, a lot of the social media clips have been edited in a way that you, you don't actually see that. It took, so the reason that you see Jeff Jarrett hit me over the head, he took a comment that I said the wrong way, but if you watch the videos that they uploaded, it's because I said he looks like a fucking Annie Jackie. Like, <laughs> he, look, he looks like your Annie Jackie. Is that what you said? That, well, uh, so, no, but they've, they've cut it all before it because right. what, what I said on the show was, I said, you know, it's quite, it's quite uh, appropriate that I'm here and I'm with Jeff Jarrett, a guy that has done a lot for my career. I said, this is a guy who gave me my dream by booking me in America on an American national telly, international telly, and he booked me when he was in charge every time he could. Then he sobered up. And that's that. That's what I said, then he sobered up. And I thought he would take that as a slight, you know, I thought he would see his partner, but obviously never. But then, the, 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 then, that's, then I try to cover my cover my ass and start going up. Oh, he's a good guy anyway, you know. What I mean, he also managed Jackie. So, but that the way it's edited in the replay. If you listen to it live, you heard me kind of bear that ooh, and there's ooh, all rest of it. And then, uh, well, I think the, the anti Jackie comment was the final straw, and I got battered all the head with it with, with a guitar. But it had been a great day before it uh, leading up to it because I'd been wearing at the the press day had been doing press interviews for all the kind of different media outlets. When we got to talk sport, I'm very proud because there's a there's a talk sport um punch machine. You know you get the punch machine and you you punch it and it goes and I, and, and, and they they ask every guest to come on. Every guest that comes on they give them a shot and then a punch. And so obviously at number one it's fucking it's Anthony what Anthony Joshua I don't think he was on it, but there was like Paddy was McGuinness it? and there was Paddy McGuinness, was it? He was he was he was up high. Um let, no um what'd you call him? Bo Selector. What'd you call Bo Selector again? Keith Francis. Oh mm. Keith Lemon. He was doing the bottom. John Hartson's got a good dig on him, but I was right. I was mortified because I don't I, I'm not a puncher man. I thought I, I thought not, you would have a good punch on you actually. Well, there's a deal I was I, well, I was like, look, here's a, here's a guy I don't want overexposed doing this, and we're filming it for social media. Uh, I said, I don't want exposed. My punches, my digs are feeble. And then I know, punch, fuck it. And it went, dee, 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 and it beat the big shows. No! Oh, Aye, mate, I've got a harder crag than... Why are you mentioning the big show? Boy. What? Why are you mentioning the big show? Because he was on the, he was on the deal. He, he, he was on the, and then Jeff done it. This was all before it kicked off. He done it. And uh, and he never got anywhere near me. But then the cameraman that was filming us, he done it. He bit his beef. Fucking hell, man! I went to Jim Collette fence about this, man. Fucking the cameraman's got a better dig than the Paris put together. So then, obviously, that happened. I, I went to a local medical centre. Get myself checked up. What are you laughing at, John? Oh, sorry, sorry. Who are you laughing at? You're as bad as um, the two fogies we were in the, the studio with. 
Yeah, come on now. Like, smart, these guys, come on, we're trying to sell an angle here. And then Hawksby and Jacobs are giggling away. For goodness sake, man. Come on, can you blame them? <laughs> Let's be honest, man. <laughs> I mean, see, see what I'll listen to watch it back. What's your advantage, mate? <laughs> what's your advantage, mate? They're pissing themselves. Good, uh, sell my tickets. No, because I think it's got to be a good experience for you. I think you, you, you and Jen get down there the night of four, go for a lovely meal. Why don't you take her where you took me? There's a train strike. There's a train strike the day before. Have you no booked your travel then? No. Rab, come on, man. It's a, it's a, it's a week. I mean, see the end of the day. How many wrestling shows is Jen? What am I going to watch? What am I going to watch? You're going to do it. Look. Did you see Dynamite last? Did you see Dynamite last night? No, I never. Listen, let's clear this up. It was let's, fucking rotten. Let's clear this up. In the words of Dennis Stamp, I'm not booked. I'm not involved. Right, there you go. I'm fucking selling them. Listen, I'll tell you something. I'm a, a wrestling fan in Britain. Mm. Whatever else I might be, a uh, award-winning TV writer, performer, what awards you won? An arsehole. I kind of don't. Well, I've won a couple of awards, RTS awards. I know them. I don't care. Do you not know, a Scottish BAFTA as well, Rob? Um, Does that no count? Have I? I don't think I have, no. Anyway, right. anyway. I've won a Scottish BAFTA. Yeah, regardless. Yeah. Regardless. Whatever else I am, I am a British wrestling fan in Britain, right? And if they had put that card up, this is what I keep asking myself, if that was a card that they'd put out, Fucking three, four months ago when this was announced, I'd have looked at it and I'd have went, nah. Nah. Paying for travel done, nah. Paying for a hotel, not. Nah, no idea. Because that, to me, was not the fucking card that they should be presenting. Sting, I was looking forward to seeing Sting. Sting in that match. And then last night, did you see Sting on Dynamite last night? No. He's doing fucking Joker Sting. That's the best. One dynamite last night. Listen, I'm no... I'm, listen, I'm out. I'm out. You think I'm going to go down... You all out. I'm I'm all out. You think I'm going to go down to see... No fucking harm him. Adam Cole in the fucking main event. Good guy. Great guy. (laughs) Fucking sweetheart, but it sounds it. But that's not what I'm fucking... Listen, see you all week. This, This event's happening a week on Sunday, right? And all week, all anybody's been talking about is CM Punk and fucking CM Punk and they talking about a Hangman Page and the fucking Bucks and all that and Hangman and Kenny and they still having to get earned on it. The fact that all that drama's going on and it's all anybody in the wrestling world is talking about and they can't fucking get it together to have had CM Punk and fucking Kenny Omega in that main event. I think uh, it's an insult. I think it's an insult to the British fans that they two are in that main event, that they two fucking professional wrestlers couldn't get it together on the biggest stage. And listen, I'll tell you something. The biggest fucking stage that CM Punk will probably ever be on, again, and they can't get it together to get their gain as fucking CM Punk versus Samoa Joe again. By the way, I will say again, I love watching Samoa Joe. And, And by the way, the matches will probably all be brilliant, right? The wrestlers, a brilliant roster. People performing out of their skin, 
the matches might still be great. I don't care about the fact the matches will still be great. That way that show is booked. That that, that card that has been fucking presented to us, for me, Gredo, is not worth the money that I need to spend to go and see that show. Unless one of our friends who's on this podcast was booked on said show. Then it would be worth going, wouldn't it? You can, you can see that, and right, I'll tell you what, right? Um, uh, I have to admit, um, <laughs> it's funny, man. My, I've not, I've, I've not, I'm taking my missus part here, but I've not kicked the ball in wrestling for a good couple of years. And man, my Twitter's been, been funny these last couple of weeks, man. My Twitter, I mean, even last night, I woke because obviously I got up at like, um. Oh, 40 day the radio, and there's like people for the last few weeks in Dynamite. There's like folks, I think, it was studying up next and uh, and, and, and podcasts and all that. I've listened to some podcasts, guy, fucking great. Oh, Kenny Omega hasn't had a match, and fucking great. has had a <laughs> fucking match with fucking Jeff Jarrett. Okay, he's over in Europe, but fucking great. I've said nothing, man. I've, I've said, see, it's like folk have sent me graphics and people are sending me stories. And <laughs> I've just sat there, I've just sat by. I've had people text me congratulations, and people like, <laughs> <laughs> and I've just been just sitting here, just going, Yeah, right, mate, kill me. Getting a wee thumbs up. No, I've no liked one comment, but I, I, I cannot, I've, my, my, my Twitter is blown up every day. People think that, uh, I don't know. But, Listen, well, there's another plane coming into land. Um, you hear that? No, gone, Tony Khan. I'm no gone. I've got two tickets, and let me tell you, folks, if you're listening to us now and you're wanting a couple of decent tickets for fucking AEW, and maybe you've got tickets and you're right up in the nosebleeds and you wish you were up a wee bit closer to see the fucking five six man matches that are. Eddie Kingston's going to be a wrestler. I'm going to have to watch him in a fucking... Si I want to see Eddie Kingston in a fucking singles match. I love Eddie Kingston. I want to see Kenny Omega in a fucking singles match. Listen, if he's a listening, guys, if there's any, if there's any podcast listeners still with you in the world of wrestling, that listen to that. Don't be lit rap, man. This is, this, is this is wrestling coming to Wembley for the first time in 30 years. Sting's going to be there Samoa Joe, you're going. CM Punk's going to be there. The matches are going to be tremendous. It's going to be some atmosphere. There's going to be some surprises along the way. Just enjoy it, man. Enjoy it. It's going to be a great night of wrestling. There's a, wait, is that, is that a hell of I thing? heard, by the way, no for Grado, but I heard for another source what one of the, the surprises might be. <laughs> that right. was nearly enough to sell my ticket right away. Right? <laughs> I am fucking out. I'm out because what is there? What is there there for me? Nothing about it makes any sense. And I know there's been all this. You know what's been excited to see on the internet as you've got some of these people going AEW fans. And I'm an AEW fan, by the way. Right? I'm one of them. AEW fans saying, "Fucking shut up!" Like you just be glad to see them. Just be glad to see them. Like that's fuck off. That's not what's that's not what wrestling's about. The whole point in wrestling is that you heat up rivalries and you give people dream matches. And you can you imagine 
the fucking WWE every year at WrestleMania just going, ah, well, fuck it, everybody's coming anyway. We'll just, they can just fucking go out and fight MD. What's the fucking point? It was a disgrace, and it hasn't been said enough. It was a disgrace. It's a disaster. It was a disgrace. That fucking promotion selling tickets for that show for as long as they did without a fucking card. It is a dis- It is something that a fucking shit ass wee promoter in fucking Mary Hill would do. A shit ass wee promoter in fucking Coke Bridge would do. A shit ass wee. And you know, the truth is, the fact that it matter is, the promoters that we know that did come up through the Mary Hill, like your fucking Dallas on it. They put the kids out. We didn't know how to put the kids out. I'm, I, I, this is an unprecedented thing. It's like, come and see the wrestling. Well, there's naked. What matches? Would you, eh, we'll tell you later. We'll tell you a week before the show. You can fuck off. Catch All Elite Wrestling Dynamite this Friday at 11pm on LTV. <laughs> and listen, this has been a very pro-AEW podcast. A very pro-AEW podcast. But let me tell you, for new one, this is going to be a fucking pro WWE podcast. Yeah. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Yeah, hey, interesting, interesting. Um, so, I don't know if you know this, but All Elite Wrestling have a relationship with Warner Brothers. Oh. Right? Oh. I don't know if you know this. Madonna... Madonna, her library is owned by Warner Bros. John, what else you been up to? I oh, know much. Right, hold on, Gredo, you booked. I tell you, know. I'm selling the tickets live. I've not clicked the button yet, but I'm selling them fucking live on this show. I'm selling. And I hope this, listen, I hope this goes around the fucking world, this. The fact that an AEW fan, a guy who used to chant for Tony Khan, he used to sing there's only one Tony Khan on this podcast. And I am now going to live on the podcast, resell my fucking tickets for all in. Putting that attendance down for 80,000 to 79,998. <laughs> because hey, the matches he's putting out there. Let me tell you something else. See the MJF that's turning up. MJF, I fucking love MJF. See the MJF that's turning up to Wembley. You know what I was looking forward to? I thought, see, the minute this show was, I thought, I can't wait to hear MJF booting into this London audience. We're not even going to fucking get that. Because he's changed. Or we'll be able to sing Jungle Boy's music when he comes doing that. It'll be great. He's fucking changed. He's singing all. Hey, John. 
John. Credo. That was a good start for filming the weekend, wasn't it? Everton. That was a good result for that was a good result for film, was it? Oh. The degree was Mitch Mitch though, you know, so I... Hey, that was a good away for him, 79th minute. Good yeah. start. Good start. Yeah. It was Madonna's birthday this week as well, do you know that? It, it was, it was. 65. 65, that's it, 65. Yeah, yeah. 65, she's looking good, she's looking great. Picking up her pension. I'm doing it, boys, I'm going on the news. <laughs> Listen, but has anybody ever resold tickets on Ticketmaster? Has anybody ever done it? Yeah. I don't buy tickets. Hey, it'll hey. be good. It'll I'm be an going. event. I'm not going. What am I going? I'm not going. Hmm. You got? Are you seriously pushing about pushing the button on this? Aye. I'm going to date. I'm going to date the new. If you don't believe me, I'll take a fucking forty. I'm doing it. Wow. John, you know to keep in touch with George Bowie. I need to send him a restaurant voucher. I do. I see George. I see George. Hey, George Bowie's coming. Uh, is coming on the Scots. Oh, I heard this. I did hear this that you've. Uh, you, you said we booked him. Oh. <laughs> we booked Bowie. Hey, I, I heard he's this. He told me. On. He asked me about that, and he came up and said, oh, "I've just uh, heard this about this program, the Scots." And I went, "I asked Rabbit Show." He went, "Oh, is it?" We're getting a. We're getting George Bowie, and we're getting a the saxophone player that played at your wedding. You know? Is that what you were asking me? Oh, wow. That's amazing. Mate, can I... I just loved him that much, the saxophone player. Did you uh, this, did, did you take a wee bit of inspiration from my wedding for an episode? I'd love that if you did. No, no inspiration for the bit. Uh, well, uh, well, a wee bit. I suppose a wee yeah, bit because... Bro, you, you can... Don't you donate? Like, it's fine. No. That's nice. No, I suppose a wee bit because... No, no, I never... At, at no, the no. end... <laughs> At the end of an episode, oh, this is kind of spoiling it. But at the end of an episode, who, who, who played the Who was the two guys that played at my wedding? Yeah, George Bowie and that saxophone guy. <laughs> but do you want the fucking? But no, but we've also fucking, got we've also got a fire. <laughs> we've also got a fire breather, not that as well. You don't have a fire breather. We also have other people, right? But the point is, no, he was uh, isolated. At the end of the episode, <laughs> at the end of the episode. Somebody goes like, oh, actually, um, I want it to be a brilliant party. Kind of thing. And this is like it being a brilliant party is like George Bowie's there DJing and, and, and this is fucking spoiling an episode. But anyway, um, I so they'll be there. He was brilliant, that saxophone boy, by the way. What Mate, was his name again? Uh, Crooky Sax. Crooky Sax. Wow. <laughs> he, I mean, uh, he made that. Fantastic, man. If you want to, listen, uh, he's a man. If you want to hire a saxophone player for yeah. your... So I always have a follow him on Instagram. I think he's a Johnny. Is he? I, well, he had the kind of North Lancashire Council gimmick fucking um, uh, pass on his, like, you know, like the necklace. And I just instantly, well, he's probably no a Johnny, but you just instantly think when you see that, somebody with a polo shop and like a, a council pass, you just think, oh, he's a Johnny. He's probably um, not a Johnny. He's probably a social worker. I don't know. He can play a mean saxophone, I'll tell you that. Or a, or a sax teacher. Yeah, see, since we're not talking AEW anymore and Rab's just about to sell his tickets, can I ask something, Grado? Why you... What? Impact to return to the UK after nearly eight years with special appearance from Grado as appearing on a wrestling feed recently. So if you're not booked for AEW, are you booked for Impact? Tell us about, um, tell us about TNA, mate. 
to the UK tour is coming back. First time in, well, when was the last time? 2000 and, when was it? 2017. So I, we're going to be, uh, we're going to be in Glasgow, we're going to be in Newcastle, and we're going to be in Coventry. Joe Henry's going to be in the show, I'm sure Moose is coming out, all your favourite TNA Impact stars. Um, I am buzzing to be on that tour. It's good. I'm going to be meeting people that I've not seen in a while. But interesting because any time that, you know, I've been, any time that I've wrestled in that venue, I've always got heat for being a TNA guy. But I think the tide has completely turned now. It's like TNA is like the cool, sort of underground, you know, special, um, like kind of, what, what's the words I'm looking for? It's like... Cult. Uh, I, it's got a sort of cult following. Uh, you're right, you're right. It's got that Twitch kind of audience, kind of, um, because it doesn't get as much exposure as what it did a couple of years ago. It's got there a really quite fanatic fan base and folk, folks seem to enjoy it. So it'll be interesting to go back uh, and wrestle for them. Without a doubt. Can't wait. And, I'm really looking forward to it. And can you buy tickets for this event right now? Yeah, the tickets are on sale. The ticket was on sale for the TNA UK. Well, there you go, Rab. <laughs> This is it. You could sell your AEW tickets and buy and one of them, and buy one of them instead. Or you could go to Bath. Um, or you could go to. Both. Well, well, that depends. Do you think that uh, Impact might actually let you know what the card is before the 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 show? On TNA, though, about sixteen thousand matches on the card. <laughs> <laughs> I used to turn up, man. I'm not even joking, man. The board was like, that. <laughs> I will tape and finish seven episodes tonight. <laughs> we're taping 26 impacts, 26 fucking explosions. We're doing a pay per view. We're doing a, a, an in your house. We're doing live shoot interviews. We're doing fucking, <laughs> you know. I mean, uh, mate, honestly, it's good. Scott, Scott, the more reached me a couple of weeks ago and couldn't be happier, man. Couldn't, could not be happier. Happy as Larry. That's Wait, a I've got, sorry, here I've got my, my tickets here. Sorry, Why does it say? No upcoming events. Why would it fucking say that? For fuck's sake, what's going on? Um, what else has been happening in the old? What else has been actually doing, John? I know that you're, you're, um, you're, you're doing the. You know that. Do you know what uh, John's doing now, Rab? Uh, what his big job at Clyde? I mean, he's producing the, the football forum. Yeah, so good on you, mate. Special deputy content director at Clyde One. I love the text that I got off John about two weeks ago. <laughs> Credo, did you announce on a pint and two shots that wrestled after was finished? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. I, I said we're going to struggle and, and, and see what I said. Is it not true? This is this been very it's been very true. So apologies to all the listeners because we have had a lot of comments and a lot of tweets since then. So our, this whole situation is: Grader's been filming, Rab's been filming, I've been working mental hours because I'm launched a basically a, what is now a TV show on YouTube. So it's been a bit mad. It's tell you what, it's TV malarkey though. My word. A lot harder than the old radio business. Rob, what have you been then? What you what's selling his tickets? I, I found I found the thing here, right? So here it is. It was my tickets, two mobile tickets. And it gave me the option here, sell or transfer. What does that mean? Transfer gave them to somebody else, do you think? Aye. That means you can transfer like so if you were to buy 
two tickets for something on the mobile, it means you can transfer, I think, one ticket to the other person so they've got it on their mobile and they can use it. Got you, got you. What, um, you've been watching it on the telly? Oh, I watched, um, I've been watching lots of NFL documentaries on Netflix, Gradle. the quarterback one is really good. And you like the, did you watch the Johnny, the Johnny football one? Johnny Manziel? Who no, basically, oh, that's how, that's how uh, obviously uh, yeah, Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Gargano got his name to, uh, from Johnny Football. And like he had the world in his hand, one of the best quarterbacks. And he fucked him. He just, just couldn't give up. <clears throat> when he got signed for the NFL. Started at the, the guy that I'm, uh, that's, that I'm working with on Scotland's Greatest Escape has just came off the end of the Fury documentary following about the Fury. Oh, so this, the, the, that's a Netflix, isn't it? Right, uh, so the boy was like, um, oh, I had to go to WWE in Cardiff and, and film it all backstage. He was telling me, like, he was, like, walk backstage and he'd done a double turn, double take and looked around and fucking Undertaker's lying, conked out, sleeping and all that. He was... <laughs> <laughs> eating lunch with Roman Reigns. I mean, this is a guy that doesn't really know that much about wrestling, do you know what I mean? But it was interesting to hear him talk about the day that he had spent there in Cardiff. Undertaker just sleeping. Mm. Was Undertaker there? I was Undertaker there. I don't know if he was maybe doing a signing or whatever, because um, mm. I don't remember him being on the show. I'm, I'm like, the show. Bret Hart was there as well. He says he's talked to Bret Hart. Oh, amazing. Amazing. Going, oh, Brett, Brett Hart was a really nice guy. I was trying to tell him that my brother used to put the sharpshooter on me when I was a wee boy, and I went, I'm sure he loved all that chat. She's never heard that shit before. I had a really awkward encounter with um, Stephen McGinn, who's the Falkirk captain, used to play for like Motherwell and Hibs and all that sort of stuff. Anyway. Wait, wait, you, can, you, can, you can hear on the Go Radio football show. Oh, Live yeah. At 5 p.m. every weeknight with our friends at Global Equal Energy. If you want to get in touch, get involved, send us a WhatsApp, send us a text. Oh, wait, wait, 17, 17, 700. Marvellous. Anyway, Stephen McGinn, um, like we've started doing this gimmick uh, with the other podcast I do, Falkirk Daft, which uh, if you're a Falkirk supporter, is definitely worth a listen. So anyway, we've got the Captain's Armband sponsored this year. We sponsor the Captain's Armband. And the whole gimmick is that at the end of the match, when we've won or had a draw, it goes over and hands the armband to a kid, which is really, really nice. And it's a nice oh, wow. little However, we went up for a wee picture opportunity with Stephen McGinn about the whole thing and I asked like to have that really awkward conversation about it's a bit like Brett the Hitman Heart, isn't it? And his face was just blank. And then I had this really awkward conversation with <laughs> Stephen McGinn trying to explain. Aye, so he had sunglasses, right? And he walked yeah. out and he handed the sunglasses to a kid in the audience. And he was like, All right, mate, aye. Brilliant. So that was really awkward. <laughs> I love it, I love it, I love it, but it's I funny know. when, when folk, folk don't know about wrestling. Nah, I know. I interviewed a guy the other day called Johnny Freshwater. Who's Johnny Freshwater? Is he a fisherman? He owns a, he owns a hotel. Hmm. And I know I, I could say was, um, that's that's a fucking, sh- that's not your shoot name, is it? <laughs> goes, what? I goes, that's a wrestling name, Johnny Freshwater. You know, what do you mean? And he, you know that way I'm trying. Oh, no, I'm just trying to say your name, and he just looked at me as if I'd fucking do heads. Johnny Freshwater. I know. Cool story, Rest- bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rob, what are you doing? No. I'm tr- I'm going through the process of selling my tickets. Oh my god! Don't do it! Don't do it! What are you talking about, mate? I'm doing it. I'm doing it. 
I feel like I need to do it as well now. It's like principle. It's the principle we're hanging. Oh, did you hear my story about Johnny Freshwater? I did. I did. Let <laughs> me tell you again. I, <laughs> I says to the guy, I says, Johnny Freshwater? Says, That's not your real name, is it? <laughs> that wrestler's name. <laughs> Right, here we go. The second time. No, don't do it. Don't Look, do it. Here we go. Well, they are expensive tickets. There's the tickets there. List tickets and continue. I mean, they might no sell. They might no sell, is the thing. This is the problem. This is the situation Tony Khan's put us in. I'm going to resell these now, and they won't fuck me. They'll fucking want them. So, um, Gredo's on a podcast where somebody live sells their all, all out, all in, whatever the fuck it's called, Wembley ticket. <laughs> Thanks for that, Rob. <laughs> I've not pressed the button Excuse yet. Me. It's nothing to do with you, mate. Thank you, mate. That's well, you're not booted. You. Well, you're not booted. That's what fucking Ryan Satan or what we call him is listening or what was it? Or are you booked? Are you working everybody, Gredo? Oh, Jesus fuck. Christ. Okay. Comes down to the end of the podcast now. Is Rap selling his tickets or he's... Is it all work? Everything's a work, brother. Everything's a work, brother. The button's pressed. Oh, it's asking, no. I've done it. It's asking me. I'm gonna be funny. I'm gonna be funny now, but it's general. Take her out. Take her down to Harrods. Take her for a fish tea in Harrods. You know what listen, I mean? I've taken. I've taken my wife to London. Listen, we've went. We went oh, down recently. Must... Went to see Billy Joel. Had a great time. Right? I'm not going to take her down to sit for fucking five hours. Five hours watching multi-man matches. Mate, you took her to fucking Ruby Davies Family Bash account in fucking Hillsborough Church Hall. <laughs> Jen never went to that actually. <laughs> right, okay. Oh Jesus, hold on. Right, it's asking me for my date of birth and everything now because to pay me out apparently. Pay me out. Oh, they won't fucking sell. I'll be, I'll be shocked if these sell. Let's see. Right. Sorry, I don't have any information about that. Aye. But I found something similar. Do you want to know? Is it normal to get shocked all the time? What? <laughs> I bet that's what fucking Tony Khan sounds like in a booking meeting. Right, hold on. Here we go. Hey, did I tell you I met this guy called Johnny Freshman? Hey, Google, stop. Ask him who Grado is. Ask you if Grado's got to be all elite wrestling. Hey, Google, stop. Good. Hey, Google, is Grado booked for AEW All In? Hey, Google, is Grado booked for AEW All In? Off. Oh. <laughs> He's watching me. Hey, Google, stop. Right, okay. Right, you know it's want my address. I didn't realise it would be so involved. This process of a uh, selling your tickets for a completely bust wrestling show. Here we go. Can't believe this is happening. What do you mean you can't believe this is happening? I was so excited about this. So working us, I'm telling you, he's working us. Do you know I wrestled at Paisley Lagoon? Well, that Friday, but the Friday before. Oh, how'd you get on there? Absolute disgrace for wrestling. <laughs> Who were you wrestling? Dickie Divers and Aspen Faith. Did you go over? Oh, fucking course I went over. Right, okay. 
and then uh, I met Alan McCoy's son at Nando's after that. It's one of my dri- it's one of my driver's license. Can you fucking believe us? This? this is this is how hard it is to sell tickets for this fucking show. It wants my driver's license. Now give me one sec. When you pure pass your test, man, before we started this podcast, it was pure funny, remember? I'm saying, remember, you pure pass your test just before we started this podcast. You were driving in Fells, bro. Pure 22 driving around with the steering wheel, pure. That's right. It was cute, man. It was cute. It was cute. <laughs> Can't believe we sell these tickets, Grado. You're working us, aren't you? Yeah, like I say, I'm not working them day. It's not worth my. I can't even bother working them day. There are two tickets listed right now on Ticketmaster, available for sale. Section 120, row 27, seats 254255. They're available for you. That's section 120, row 27. That is a good couple of seats right there. Go and have a great time. You're going to see some of your favourites. You're going to see CM Punk. You're going to see Kenny Omega. You're going to see the Young Bucks. You're going to see John Moxley. Uh, you're going to see all your favourites in a variety of matches that pulled out your fucking lucky bag. Get the tickets bought. Um, get on there so I can get my money back. Thank you very much. This has been Wrestling Daft. Grado, it's been a pleasure. And listen, let me tell you something. It's an honour to have you on the show, my brother. Um, and anybody would be honoured to have you on the show, I would say. my Solidarity. Anybody would be honoured to have you on the show. The man who sparked the wrestling boom that the whole fucking industry is riding on the new. John, congratulations on your new gig, my man. Um, Thank you, Rob. You deserve it. You're one of the hardest working men in the game. And I just want to put it out to the, to the punters. Listen, whatever happens, whatever anybody tells you, you love each other. Okay, John's our son, man. I'll be road it yourself. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com records.